Welcome to the PubCast, your inside look at electronic publishing. From ebooks to websites to podcasts and more, join us as we interview the professionals on the cutting edge of publishing. Okay, so welcome to the PubCast. I'm Ali Antonucci, and joining me today is Nick Cox, calendar editor for Scout Cambridge and Scout Somerville Online. That's right. And what is exactly does this entail? Well, what it entails is putting together the events calendars for both print issues of both magazines and also the online events calendar. That means basically finding out about the events and writing copy for them or writing copy for as many as I feel merit having copy written about them and posting them on the website. It also entails weekly posts where I kind of showcase a few events that I think are especially worth noting. The uh, The copy for the calendar listings is usually somewhere between 10 and 20 words for the the, the weekly like scout picks posts. They have run more to like 40 to 50 words. And was this in existence before you got to Scout or did it sort of come with your title? It was. It was. But it wasn't done as deliberately as it is now. It was a little bit more scattershot. We kind of, I guess, before I arrived, we relied a lot on user submissions and kind of just like did whatever events people wanted to submit. I tried to make it more curated, especially in Cambridge where there's so much stuff going on. You really have to kind of pick and choose. And uh, another thing that I did that we didn't really have before and that most events calendars in the area don't really have is to give the calendar a kind of a voice. You know, some of the posts, I, I, I try to kind of give people a sense of what to expect in as few words as possible so that the li- it's more than just a list it kind of comes to life a little bit sometimes it's clever uh you know i just i want to i want to make the calendar something that people actually want to read rather than just a reference and then in terms of how it appears on the website do you think mm. that there have been a lot of changes since you got there how did you see it improving once you got there there have been a lot. I mean, the calendar, the online calendar has been a big work in progress. This is kind of a small thing, but I think the biggest change was actually a couple months ago when we just updated our calendar plugin, a new version came out. And when I started doing the calendar, we had this problem where on the month view, all of the events would be listed for a given day. So if there were like 10 events on one day, you would just have a list of 10 events. And that looked really cluttered. Uh, When we updated the calendar to version 3.0 of Modern Tribe, which is the calendar plugin that we use, the version 3.0 came with this feature where you could specify the number of events that show up on the month view. And then so basically the, the way we have it now shows the top three events. And then underneath, there's a little thing you can click on that says view more which is a huge, you know, uh, much easier on the eyes. For a while, I was giving every event a featured image that would show up in basically uh, in the tool tips. Like when you mouse over the event on the count on the uh, month view, you get the blurb and also a picture, which looked nice, but it also took up a lot of time finding the pictures, uploading them, formatting them so that they were the right size and the right proportions. And it just kind of wasn't really worth the effort. So I stopped doing that. And one thing that actually just changed um, in a new version that I think just came out a little while ago, whereas before I had to manually enter every single event, which was really time-consuming and kind of annoying, 
now there's this new feature where you can do a CSV import. So you can put all of your events in a spreadsheet and then just upload the spreadsheet, which is just way easier and way less time consuming. Yeah, I feel like that takes out a lot of the work. A lot. That's awesome. Did you have WordPress skills before you started? Um, I had used WordPress before, but I I mainly just kind of figured it out as I went along. I mean, there's not that much to it. And you had a brief encounter with coding, right? I think I remember. Yeah, I mean, I kind of... um. I guess what happened was I was just in generally in general really dissatisfied with the website. We didn't really have like a full-time uh web person to address my problems that I had. So in this kind of crazy like burst of mania that I sometimes <laughs> I was just like I went to Code Academy and I was like, "You know what? I'm going to teach myself web design right now." I'm going to just learn everything and then I'm going to do it myself. So I I spent the next like 7 hours on Code Academy and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is going to be great." And then after a while I was like, "Wait a minute. There's a reason why people get paid a lot of money to design websites because it's really hard and it you have to know a lot and it takes a lot of work and maybe I should just kind of leave this to the professionals." So what I would say is building a website is something that requires a lot of experience and training and something that you can't just do. But I think that the, the brief amount of time, the, the small amount of time that I spent on uh, Code Academy, which, by the way, to anyone listening, I highly recommend. It's a lot of fun. It's and it really like it really teaches you stuff. I kind of learned the language so that if I go to a website and I I hit like view page source, I basically understand what the various things mean and. If there's if there's if the if a website is having some sort of a problem, a lot of the time I can go to view source, I can kind of browse through and I can figure out I can identify the source of the problem. Fixing it is an entirely different matter, but I can like identify the source of the problem, I think. Yeah. We actually use Code Academy for our class mm-hmm. when we first learned how to do HTML and basic CSS and stuff. So, oh yeah, it's great. Um, are there any other skills besides like technological stuff that you think are useful for your position? Uh, so now, now I guess I should kind of clarify here that technically my title is calendar editor, but I kind of am also like de facto editorial assistant. You know, um, my job, I also have to like uh, work with interns, sort of generate story ideas. I write I do various things on the website. I edit some pieces. I help with the proofing. I kind of do everything. Now, when you say skills, do you mean technical skills, like skills that you would put at the bottom of a resume or just kind of like general life type skills? I mean, anything really. Well, writing, which is something, you know, uh, that we like in this business, we sort of take it for granted. Maybe, you know, the amount of space I have in these calendar listings is a very tiny amount of space. And writing something cogent and something that is really going to give people a sense of what these events actually are, can be pretty challenging, especially doing it in a way that's that sings, you know, uh, that really sort of sort of sticks in people's minds. It's a real exercise, not just in economy, but also keeping it fresh, trying not to sort of say the same thing over and over again. So I think that that's an important part. I think also 
for the calendar specifically, being able to look at a bunch of events and kind of having a sense of what's actually going to be interesting and what's going to be worth like people's time. I think that's a kind of a just sort of having a curatorial eye is a skill that I've maybe had the talent for before, but I've really gotten a lot better at it. You know, people sometimes ask me what are fun, like what's going on tonight and just kind of having that. Uh, it's like an instinct. Almost. Yeah, yeah, an instinct, an instinct of what's going to be worth checking out. Do you think that Scout sort of gives you the support that you need to do everything that you want to do with the calendar? Like, do they give you sort of a budget to do this or a timetable? And do they support you in other ways? Or is it sort of just your ambition, like your motivation that keeps it up? I think that the calendar, like the the, the calendar is honestly, it's time consuming and it's challenging. It's, um, it's something that I can do by myself fairly easily. I think one thing I, I sometimes sort of wish I had is a little bit more feedback because I've heard that the calendar is the only part of Scout Somerville that he reads, which was flattering. Um, but, you know, I don't I sometimes get the sense that I'm kind of shouting into a vacuum a little bit. Like, I don't know if it's something that people really like or something that people really use, get a lot of feedback, and that can kind of make me feel a little bit crazy. But aside from that, I'm pretty satisfied. Do you think that it would be like interesting? I'm just thinking about this now to have a comment section or something on the calendar. Um, I think there is. There is. Yeah, I don't really see people using it, uh, and I mean, th- th- there are. I do have some sort of just just technically, there are some things that are kind of annoying about the calendar plugin. Still, there isn't really an elegant way of attaching like links to the events. The way that I tend to do it is just by including hyperlinks in the copy itself, which is not great because then like people can't get to that straight from the calendar. They have to kind of click through. There's an event website field, but then it just kind of like posts the link right there and it's very inelegant. So there are, you know, um, in terms of the technical parameters of the plug of the calendar plugin, there are ways. I, I wish it were different in a lot of ways, but you know, I, I work with what I have. You know, people comment when they have an opinion. You know, I don't see people really, even if there were comments enabled, which I think there are. Like, I don't see people really using that per se. And then you were talking about how the blog has sort of not been updated as much yeah. as it used to be. What do you think is happening with that? Well, the reason it's not updated as much as that we just don't really have the manpower. This summer, we had a lot of content because uh, we had interns. Now we don't have interns. And I guess, the th- you know, the thing about the Scout is that there's not a lot of money. And that's basically why we don't have a lot of blog posts is because, you know, blogs take time and time costs money and money is expensive. So Scout pretty much just values print as opposed to digital at the moment, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, print is what we have that other people don't have. And I mean, I think that we would like to have more content. We want to sell more of our online ad space. And content means page views. Kind of a catch-22 because content means page views. Page views means advertisers. Advertisers means money. But for content, you need to have money already. Yeah, we do want to have more content. And we're going to be talking about that in the future. Do you have any goals for yourself or for the calendar moving forward? For the calendar, I basically just want it to be a little more, like I want it to be more comprehensive. I I would like to have it 
mm, sort of um, like uh, summer. The Somerville Beat has this page that sort of is just a guide of all of the things that happen weekly. So I would like to ha- maybe have something like that more, maybe like page sort of um, pages that are separate from the calendar plugin itself, but have calendar type information. And in that way, kind of get around the inherent technical um, annoyances of the calendar. You know, nothing, nothing too crazy. The calendar is, you know, it's just a calendar. It's not it's still important, though. Yeah, it is. It is important. It is important. I mean, I think maybe having a, a more uh, robust uh, mobile platform would be another thing that I would want to do. The point of an online calendar is people say, oh, you know, what's going on tonight? What should we do? And they look at the calendar. You know, I remember actually when I had the job downtown over the summer or the, the evening job, I would always rolling through Harvard Square on the one bus a little after 9 p.m. And I always wish that I had something just like that saying everything that's going on in Central Square, like if I want to if I want to do something. So to offer something like that, I think would be cool. You thought about maybe switching to a responsive theme, because I think that might be able to, to help with the way that it's viewed. Yeah, I've thought about all sorts of things, but then, but the thing is, like, there's only so much um, money in, in our budget. So at this point, we basically just can only work with what we've got. So Great. thank you so much for joining the Pubcast podcast. It was a pleasure. And hey, it's, Ali, it's, it's always great to hear your voice. This has been the Pubcast. Find more episodes, read our blog, or send feedback by visiting us on the web at www.thepubcast.org.